morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, January 13th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello, all. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolcher. Come to you three times a week and bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're excited to continue our discussion and we'll be in the prophet Isaiah today. But before we get to that talk, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, you have spoken to your people in so many ways through the ages. And we just ask that you would speak to us now. Let us hear you speak words of love and hope as we listen to the scripture. And may you teach us to go out and speak those same words of love and hope to others. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our scripture today comes from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 42, verses 1 through 9. Listen for a word from God. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen and whom my soul delights. I've put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be crushed until he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his teaching. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you, given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. See, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Brett, so we have a description of a servant here in Isaiah. We know later, um, as we, you know, every Advent, we read Isaiah because we know that Jesus is the fulfillment of this servant. But if we were to just listen to this passage from Isaiah, what kind of person or character does Isaiah describe? Like, what are the qualities? Yeah, so we get this... uh... We get this idea of this servant who is going to set things right. We get this idea of, of someone who is going to come and he's going to bring good news. We get this idea of the servant who's going to do it in a way that the people who originally listen, it's not what they're going to expect. Um, I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before, but just to reiterate that the Israelites are in exile and they've been dominated. Uh, and so they want a military leader. But even in this passage talking about Jesus, it's not really a military leader. It's, it's talking about someone uh, who won't even break a bruised reed yet. 
uh, he will bring justice into the world. So that's kind of the initial snapshot we get of him. What, what do you see of him? Well, I think first of all, is the idea that this person will be, will have the, the spirit of God mm-hmm. with them and upon them. And I just, you know, when you were reading it, it's easier to hear it when someone else reads, but um, this is someone who will not hurt others, but who will always strive for justice. It's someone who will teach people and be a light to them. And then the last part I thought of is someone who will open eyes. Hmm. And I was thinking about what justice really means. And I think that, I think that sometimes I really like to hear all about the gospel and how it's going to benefit me. Mm-hmm. But I think that the gospel of Jesus Christ is always about justice. And that means crafting a world where people think of others. Yeah. Um, and so that idea that it is only Jesus Christ that can open our eyes to justice issues and that sort of thing. Um, I, well, yesterday, uh, what's today? Oh, today we're recording this on a Sunday, dear listener. Um <laughs> I'm home quarantine until I get my COVID test back. And so I watched CBS Sunday morning and they interviewed um, the television uh, producer, Norman Lear, I think it's like 96 now. Hmm. And he said this lovely thing. He said, um, every man is smart. I approach every man or woman knowing that he is smarter than me because he has something he can teach me, Hmm. right? He has a perspective. And he said, even if I don't agree with them, I try to just see it from their perspective. And so I approach every, I mean, can you imagine every person who approaches you, you think this is someone who will teach me something. Yeah. That's remarkable. Yeah. And I do think that is a very holy posture. It's, Uh, it's a, it's choosing to, I would, I would. I take that language as, you know, you are specifically choosing to see each and every person as the beloved child of God. And, and therefore they have something to teach you. Therefore God has blessed them in some way that can change you. Therefore God has touched that person in some way, no matter how, you know, frustrating (laughs) they may be. Um, But that, 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 that God loves that person just as much as God loves you. Yes. That's humbling. It is humbling. It really is. But it's also, it's also really good news because hmm. at the heart of who I am is a simple, a simple person, you know, a center of God's own redeeming. Um, and so I think that we are called to try and emulate these qualities. And I think given the events in our nation over the past week, mm-hmm. I think if, if I personally define justice as having a greater concern for others than myself, boy, I think that's something our nation's forgotten. Um, And we really have to start learning again. And that's why I think the greatest hope for the world is the church of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's where I learned that. And I think that's where other people will learn it too. And I, and I think what I, what I love so much about Jesus, what I love so much. This is one of the things. This is one of the things is it's how Jesus goes about pursuing justice and creating a more just place in the world is 
incredibly creative. It's not mm-hmm. anything what we expect. And so we get this license to go out and try to make, to try to love in new ways, uh, to try to make the world just in new ways. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've very, you know, I think oftentimes both on the left and on the right, we pursue justice only in ways that align with that political viewpoint. Um, and there are some good things in, in both of those that, that can lead us towards justice. But if we get stuck in that lane, uh, I think Jesus calls us to something more and more creative. Um, and, and so that's exciting to me mm-hmm. to go out and to find out what that is to pray and to meditate and to see where Christ is leading. Uh, Cause that just sounds boring to me. <laughs> Yeah. And I also, it's almost impossible to think this way. And part of it is, I think, because of the way language works, right? We like to define things. And so you're either this or you're, or that, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's also, there's no right or left. Mm -hmm. They're all brothers and sisters. And some are worried about this and some are worried about that. And some are worried about this. And hopefully if we all come together, right. Or, even in the tension of working those things out, hopefully we get a little closer to the kingdom of God. I, uh, I just finished reading Dickens, a tale of two cities and he kind of sets it up of, you know, the dualism of, of, you know, the aristocrat and, and the Jacobian revolutionaries. Uh, but in the end, he, through just the mastery of, of the book, he tran- what transcends both of those, what transcends both of those is the care and love between the main characters. And that's, that's how they're able to transcend these two opposites. I mean, he sets, I mean, that's the, you know, the super famous um, opening lines. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know, he sets up these kind of opposite ends, dualistic ideas. But then in the end, the whole point of the book is to transcend those. Uh, and I think that that's what we're trying to do is transcend um, to a new idea of what justice looks like and how we can participate that with Christ in the world. Yep, love that. Our quote today is from St. Augustine from his book, The Confessions. Your best servant is the person who does not attend so much to hearing what he himself wants as to willing what he has heard from you. Love that. Love that. Thank you all for being with us. We'll see you back here again on Friday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Thank you.